Tonight's on the Man for Ringside podcast, we're going to be giving you our SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver recap, the Shield reunion, the NJPW Destruction Tour and Junior Heavyweight Tournament preview, that and a whole bunch more tonight's on the Man for Ringside podcast. It's that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Commander in Beef. And to my right, <laughs> as always, we have Two Beer, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Two Beer? I thought we already had a Commander in Beef. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I say, not playing. in this room. Yeah. Not in this room. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the captain over there, man. You can't be just putting anybody else in charge. Not my president. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Good to be back. Uh, couldn't ditch that nine to five last week. Yeah, uh, we missed you, but uh, you know, I did not feel very alive the next morning either. So, <laughs> did you feel missed when you listened back to the podcast and it was just me and Jason yelling at each other? I did. I, like, I felt like I was just like uh, it was like a vignette of me out in the snow where you guys had like a lovely Christmas dinner, <laughs> <laughs> looking in the window. To, yeah. <laughs> to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? And the good smart saith. Hashtag Boo the Hills. It's all good, baby. <laughs> Get ready for this all-in StarCast weekend. Getting ready to talk about Woo! how I guess I just bombed in predictions this week. No matter. I like a good comeback anyway. And like to Kim Kardashian. his right, oh, for the first time ever, we have the Murray Man. Now, Murray, how's it going? It's going amazing. What's now, up, fellas? Murray Man is a new member of the BFR family. He has come on to the scene as a... Video producer Check. for Check. the podcast. He's gonna also going to be helping out, helping us out with a bunch of other stuff. But t- tonight he's in the studio and say hello to uh, Facebook Live over there, fellas. We are on Facebook Live. I assume that Facebook knows I'm not in charge of this shit, guys. I I, I put it on uh, friends of BFR to come find us over here. So so Murray, great. welcome to the family. How's it going, man? It's going great. I can't see you, but. Uh, well, there's stuff in front of us. We're so professional here, though. Uh, we are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. The weather's been pretty nice. We got Sam the Mauler Mall turning the knobs over Mr. there. Mr. Perfect's in the house. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get to. Uh, like I always say, uh, it never seems like there's a whole lot to do, but there's always a whole lot to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. So Rage. before we get started... We got to tell you about our first sponsor from that day one-ish. That Soul Taco, baby. That Soul Taco, the best Korean-Mexican fusion food in the universe. They have um, places on the U-City Loop, a place in Columbia, Missouri, Chesterfield, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, two trucks driving around the St. Louis area at all times. If you guys have never had Soul Taco, please Go get yourself some to- Soul Taco, man. They got the best spicy pork burritos, man. That's that's my shit. Like I always tell you about the tacos and the quesadillas and other stuff. And my wife gets the quesadillas, and I know that my brother likes the tacos. I like the burritos. I like their rice. The rice is like perfect, and it's just the right amount in there. And they don't cheat you on the meat, guys. Sing it, Daddy. J- just like my There's man. There's plenty of meat in just, that burrito. Just like my man Zach. 
he doesn't cheat you on the meat either. <laughs> so like a vegan, a solid four inches every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was either a it's sex so joke begins. or a fat joke. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> My wife doesn't either. <laughs> either way, you guys gotta go get yourself some soul He's taco. Uh, tell them that band from Ringside sent you. They are a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show, and we love them. And without further ado, let's get to our. Freak out! JCB says off. <sighs> I said I wasn't going to get mad, and I'm not mad, but... What are you mad about? He's I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed in you. I'm just disappointed in you. I feel like a freaking parent. You're acting like one. Thank you. <laughs> Summer Slam, Sunday night from the Barclays Center, 16,000 packing the stands in to watch the coronation. Finally! Roman Reigns wins the Universal Championship. Everybody goes crazy. So glad that Brock Lesnar decided to show up and Braun Strowman came down ringside to make sure that nobody shitted on this match. Thanks, Vince. Fucking bastard, you got us again. (laughs) I guess we'll just go through the winners and losers. No, no, no. Hold on. Don't go through the winners and losers. Let's let's dwell on the biggest story. Yeah, we do. We have to. We want to talk about, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. Versus Roman Reigns. What that? Uh, make sure what time that was. Like six, six minutes and eight seconds of jam-packed, hard-hitting. Six minutes and eight seconds. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, but what did you yeah, think? What, on that. So, what did you think of the match? The match was fine. I mean, the right guy won. But I mean, let's call it for what it is. Braun Strowman came out there to silence the crowd from shitting on this match yes. and to keep. Us at home watching until the bitter end because yeah. the way it was it presented, worked. yeah, without question, the way it was presented was Braun was going to cash in on whoever won. Didn't matter who it was, but he was going to cash in. So now at that point, Roman wins. I'm like, okay, let's get this shit going. It'd have been a great way fade to black, right? It'd have been a great way to really put Roman over. Not only did you beat. The number one guy in Brock Lesnar. Now you're going to beat the guy that's basically been dogging you for the better part of over a year. In Braun Strowman. In one night. What's Chris Jericho's greatest claim to fame? I know. Go ahead. I know. Go ahead. That, in the back. He, that he uh, unified. He was the first un- that first guy that held the unified titles when WCW came over to WWE or F. And he defeated, in a four-man tournament, he defeated The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. The other person in the tournament? Ooh, damn, Kurt Angle. That's right. Thank you. Okay, so see, that's my point. You had an opportunity to make history and do it and be done with it, reset this whole thing, and start fresh. You You mean if Braun Braun would have cashed in? If Braun cashes in and Roman beats Braun, you have your new coronation moment you have not nobody can say anything anymore we knocked out all the dominoes nobody lurking in the wings right you can start fresh monday night yeah okay here's roman reigns i beat two of the best in the company in one night obviously I, i'm now the official uni- uni- universal champion and a fighting champion Go obviously ahead. you've never met vince mcmahon before what do you think what do you think about that match to uh i think it was very smart just in the way that they completely manipulated both sets of people watching the show. Yeah, I agree. So you manipulated the live audience because 
we faded to black really fast. Whoa, really fast. You're stealing and, all my thunder. How mad were you when they faded, though? Oh, How mad were you when the Chiron of WWE showed up on the bottom right-hand screen and you knew there wasn't going to be a cash-in? You know what? Considering the show was so long, I was just happy. <laughs> That's exactly where I was <laughs> yeah. at. Yeah. I was so tired. I even said the same thing. I was like, I'm just glad everything is over. Mm-hmm. Like, the reign of Lesnar is over, the show is over, and I can go to bed. Uh so they manipulated that live crowd because they all thought that, you know, they we're didn't work in a second match. We're getting a second match. And by the time they didn't, you know, it was just time to go home. They've been there for six fucking hours. Right. And if, if God forbid they were the booth, we wouldn't have saw it at home. Nobody knows. Yeah. 16,000 people know. And that's right. I about heard it. from people. I heard a podcast earlier in the day from people that were there. And they said that that was the biggest boo of the night when they saw the Chiron show up in the bottom right hand corner on the big screen. And that's when they knew the shit was over. I agree with two beer. That was smart. That was smart. By Vince. Yeah. And the writing crew. Yeah. You keep, know, dra- you we, keep drama after the fact. We always say Vince. I know there's 10 or 12 people back there, but we always say Vince because he's the, I mean, the yeah, buck, the the buck stops there. Right. But that was smarter than to bring up Ron Strowman to prevent people from shitting on the match. But as a viewer at home, and I was, sit- <laughs> I was sitting across from you, as a viewer at home, I was furious. Yeah, he was, that they, he that, was pretty pissed. <laughs> that they brought Braun Strowman out there. And only, I mean, it says a lot about the top guy in your company that you have to bring out a distraction so that people don't view, boo the biggest match on the second biggest, arguably the second biggest pay-per-view on your calendar. Yeah. Murray, what you think about it? I mean, by the time it got to the end there, I again, I was exhausted. After the uh, the Becky pop, I kind of was was done for best, best yeah. pop of the night. Yeah. I mean, oh, easily. I mean, not the loudest cause the boo was, but yeah. I don't know. The match was fine. And I was happy with the result because it was, it finally kind of a fresh chapter, the, you know? Yes. The fresh chapter is the best Having part. A champion on raw that is on raw. It was just nice to see, nice to know the title would be around again. And, and, Everybody's saying the match was fine. The match was fine. As long as you look past, as long as you're okay with Roman using all two of his moves Actually, three or four three, times three. a piece. I counted three moves. <laughs> Superman punch, obviously the spear, and then when he kicked out of the guillotine choke, I'm calling it to the spine buster. Yeah, yeah, the spine buster was the third. He did that to Finn the other night, too. I know that that's his... I know that that's not really a move, though. It's just a picking a guy up and dropping him. That's not a move. It's a it's a spine buster. Question right. mark? <laughs> yeah, it's a spine buster. It's a spine buster. Question mark? But while... I, now, I know this might surprise a lot of you out there listening, but Uh-oh. while watching it Uh-oh. next to Jason... I verified to the audience that I kept yelling, that's his one move. <laughs> well, that's his other move. Oh, hey, that's his one move. Oh, that's his one move again. That's his one move again. See, here's oh, the thing. that's his other move. But that's only in Lesnar matches, because that's not fair, because Roman, Roman Reigns works. We saw it in the Finn Balor match on Thank Raw. You. Thank you. He works. That, that was a great match. And yeah. it takes two guys to have a good match. Yeah, he works. And as much as you don't want to give Roman Reigns yeah, his credit. Yeah, but Finn Balor's a way above average. Okay, but you, so is you still though. have to yeah. have someone else working with. Lesnar wrestles a way different match, though. Rest, Lesnar wrestles power matches. Yeah, and they're both powerhouses. 
So, but I'm just saying, like, but you couldn't like, you do something else besides the fucking Superman punch, you fucking dork? You couldn't. It's a, such a fucking terrible. Ah, oh, it's called the Superman punch. Sorry, I know Zach. <laughs> Zach doesn't like it. I know Zach doesn't like it. Let him go. Let him go. If this if this was online, I would just post that GIF of that dude sign where he has that the, the action and like the Roman Reigns like super. Yeah, that's no, that's what we gonna do for for his birthday. We're just gonna all everybody just send Bill on his birthday the GIF of Roman Reigns jacking his heart. November fifteenth, everybody. November fifteenth, coming up. So, yeah, right I mean that it was. That is the exact match that I expected. You know, people are like, oh, he only took one spear. Whatever. Like, I don't need to see, like, 11 spears. Like, just end it as fast as possible. But like Murray Man said, at least we're on to a new chapter. Yep. This is true. Like, that is... It's that over. Is, I mean, it feels like they're actually finally pushing a story into a direction now. It's not just Roman versus Brock. Brock you know, Roman's never going to beat Brock. That's over yeah. with He's now. chased it for start, three and a half years. Exactly. Oh, shit. Now, right. whatever they saying. do from here may completely throw that all right. that off. But so far, it feels like they're going somewhere. Right, exactly. And because uh, I'm so good at segues, uh, we're going to go into our two counts. We doing that already? Damn, dog. Yeah. No, about, we'll go back to all the summer we'll stuff. Go back we'll to, go back okay. to all the summer I'm stuff. I'm like, there's more to talk about. Right. Well, you listen, I got let me. You guys, let me drive the train. All you guys got to do is lay down the tracks, all right? Captain spoke, boss. <laughs> let Captain go ahead and ride the train. He the conductor here. <laughs> yes, sir. I just sweep up the caboose. <laughs> oh, He's a big fan of the caboose. Hashtag boo the caboose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. Two counts going to be the uh, <laughs> so staying because we took so long to talk about. I'm not even going to justify it to you. I'll, I don't have to justify the audience. Yeah, you're the it. captain. Do it. So uh, staying on that same train, so to speak. <laughs> um, the shield came out on <sighs> Tuesday on on Monday night. And this is what I'm pissed about. Okay, so the Shield came out Monday night. Um, there was a, gr- a pretty great match, which we just mentioned. That hence the segue, and where Roman Reigns fought Finn Balor, and fought him in like a twenty minute match. And it's fun to watch Finn Balor go for a twenty minute match that counts for something because man, that crowd was eating it up. Now, granted, it was a WWE Championship match, which on the night after SummerSlam, and the Brooklyn crowd is going to be into it because the Brooklyn crowd is a great crowd. And Finn Balor had him set on fire. But they were into it. They thought he might win. Oh, I thought he was going to win for 30 seconds. I thought he was going to win, and then Brock cashes I mean, in on him. It absorbed I re- you. I rewatched the end today, and even when Braun came out and then Finn did the sling blade and was gonna getting ready to do the coup de gras, one of the worst finishers in all of wrestling, but he was getting ready to do the coup de gras. I was like, man, here it goes. Now he's now he's gonna win. And when Roman rolled out of it. But I still, think uh, next year whenever Bill loses predictions, we need to make him take a coup de gras if he says that's one of the worst <laughs> finishers in wrestling. I need stole my thunder. Son good. of a bitch. Hey, I'm about I'm about Balor's size. Like <laughs> Murray man will do it. Right. Bad knees, say, Sam, can you move this table a little to the left? <laughs> We need room. I'm so confident about my predictions this year that I will let Murray Man give me a coup de gras oh, next year yeah. if Whoa. I lose. I can must be can doing we get bad. Robert Mueller and get that under roof? <laughs> Regardless, yes. it's it, hey, let, let me, me ring this back. Let me let me ring this back. Go ahead, Kevin. So, 
the shield comes out to stop Braun Strowman's cash in, right? Braun Strowman, they do the whole thing where he says, I'm cashing in. And the referee always looks completely confused, like it's the first time he's ever heard of a cash-in. <laughs> Every time. He's always like, what? Uh, wait. <laughs> You're doing there's what a, with this? There's a contract inside of this? <laughs> Stop. And, like, Braun's like, yeah, there's a contract inside this. He's like, I don't know what to do. And then he handed it to JoJo, and JoJo did her thing. And then uh, the Shields music hit. Not Roman Reigns music. The Shields music hit. No, that's Roman Reigns music now. It's still the Shield music. No, it's not. And those motherfuckers came out wearing their tactical gear, looking tough as fuck, and they were ready to go. And tell me you didn't pop a little bit, Jason. Tell me, guys, you popped a little bit, right? You, sa- you that said was, it. That was a real S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. That, if no, they- it wasn't. This is S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion 3.0. Yeah, but it's only because of the Ambrose injury. Like, this is them bringing it back. Yeah. This is what they wanted to do before he got exactly. hurt. Exactly. Did you, see it? Did you see it coming? Yeah, I said it on Twitter. Toby said it. Did you see it coming? I mean, kind of. I said, I, I was like, okay, where's the sh- when's the shield reunion going to happen? Well, because with him gone. I didn't I see knew- it coming with, like, and I didn't was see it coming Monday. But, yeah. That was within the first hour. Roman opens the show. Okay, so all, basically all the shield guys won their matches. Seth won his. Roman obviously won his. I'm like, okay, well then... Are, are we going to do a shield reunion? This seems like when a good enough time. When are they going to fist? Right. Okay, so... <laughs> so, at the end, when they do come out, my knee-jerk reaction is, okay, here's a faction that everybody knows I like factions, so on that note, it's cool. For a personal, selfish note, now it's Roman and his two lap dogs, Seth and... Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, no, they lap dogs now. Right. They, Rollins, okay, so. Rollins is where's, 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 Seth Rollins, Rollins is the Intercontinental Champion, right? lost, Where's his agree. title? Where's Seth Rollins' Intercontinental Championship? In the back. He's so worried about getting his little tactical gear. Let's help out Roman Reigns. I mean, you okay, don't bring your belt out for a fight. Look, look how Roman Reigns acted when they were getting ready to do the triple you power bomb. Was doing this, you know, what bring do you him do? over. What oh, do you do? Shit. What do you do as soon as you start a fight? You take off your bling. All right, <laughs> you don't fucking fight with your fucking bling. Right, you take it off. <laughs> say that Roman needs to take off that fucking flak jacket. I've been saying that from the get go. <laughs> all I'm he looks saying good. Is, he should take all that off. All he I'm saying good. is, is watch how this unfolds. Roman is the lead dog now, and when they do the you know the fist bump, who's in the middle? Roman Reigns. Who was in the middle before that? Dean Ambrose. I'm telling at, you, at that's why he was gonna flip. No, no, no. At well, the yeah, very beginning, at the very beginning, okay. Dean used to be okay. Because and then the, it became Seth, and then it became Roman. All because they were putting no, the because guy they they're wanted. brothers. Because they're brothers, brothers it doesn't matter. But it doesn't Dean, matter. And, who, and it Dean's, doesn't matter. Dean's no, gonna flip. Matter. Dean's gonna flip eventually. I agree. I don't want it to happen soon. I want them. Just for business purposes, they're going to ride this shield thing out for a minute, and they're going to sell some T-shirts. That's fine. And then Dean's going to flip. I, I love his. I love his new attitude. He's very serious. Triple H light. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Good point. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. He is Triple H light. I mean, I like. I like Dean. I never liked Goofy Dean. I always thought Same. that it didn't. It didn't really register. If you want to act like a lunatic, don't act goofy. Act like somebody that I'm scared to sit down next yeah, to. Right. And that's not what like, he's doing not, now. Not like somebody that I'd laugh if they were sitting next to me. Right. You know he was what also I mean? super I like, heavy PG when he was doing the goofy stuff. Yeah. Now they're starting to be a little bit more lackadaisical with that kind of stuff. He can be a little more edgy finally. Yeah, case, and Dean had Dean had a good thing going for a while, him versus AJ, and then it, it kind of ran its course. 
I, I never want I never want to see anybody getting hurt. I wish they would have an off season, but Dean probably got hurt at the right time. It's always good for a guy to take off for a few months and then come back because everybody's ready to see him, except for Randy Orton. <laughs> okay. I'll just touch on Randy Orton for 30 seconds. Him and Jeff Hardy had a good match. You and match the rest on- of the writing team. He <laughs> <laughs> was like he was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, alley-oop. Orton and uh, Hardy had a good match on Tuesday. I don't care what anybody says. You can call call me what you want to. I don't give a fuck. You, back to my initial point, you watch how this unfolds. I'm telling you. Mark my words. I said Oscar was buried weeks ago. We hadn't seen her since. Oh, she's awful. Okay? Mark my words. Fucking Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are going to be Roman Reigns lapdogs. I'm going to take you on that. I don't agree, but I'm, I'm going to take you on take that. Take me up on it. That's he, fine. He, I mean, he's the IC title holder, though. Rollins is if, the IC. If, if Rollins would have lost, I might have thought that. If you didn't know any better, you wouldn't have thought, you wouldn't have thought he won. They're almost playing them as two different characters. There's Shield, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. And then there's, like, you know, then there's Seth Rollins with his title with Dolph Ziggler and that whole. They're playing Man. two Look, roles. Ultimately, if, we, if they come back to the Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre stuff, I agree with you completely. And I also thought the same thing during the Triple H promo this week. But yeah. we can get back to that later. Um, I think we got to keep it moving, guys, because there's tons of stuff to talk about. So uh, we'll take it to our three count. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I'll say we gotta keep going. <laughs> All right, Man, so you put the C on my shirt. Now, <laughs> Zach, what's up? So we're gonna touch on some New Japan stuff. Uh, you know, we're taking a little bit of break after the G1, uh, which is much needed. I mean, fuck, I didn't even wrestle the thing, and I feel like I need a break. <laughs> so, uh, but we got this Long Beach show coming up. Uh, it hasn't really been announced yet, but it's probably gonna be live on Axis like it was last year. So, we got three matches announced. We got Juice versus Cody for the U.S. title. Cody might be NWA champion by then, depending on what happens at All In. Shout out to, uh, you know, StarCast, you know, come join us up there. Shit, next week. No shit. Uh, we'll, have a lot of, we'll have a lot of StarCast talk next week, but yeah, we got yeah. StarCast next week. Jesus guys. Christ. God, it's it's crept up, here. man. No shit. No. Uh, we got the Bucks versus uh, Tamba Tonga and Tangaloa for the IWGP tag. We got Osprey and Skrull in the first round of a four-man tournament for the IWGB Junior Heavyweight Championship, which was just recently uh, stripped from Hiromu Takahashi, unfortunately. Uh, he's not going to be back for probably a year. But he can't fight with a broken neck? I know, right? Isn't that oh, Kurt oh, Angle? Yeah, I was getting ready to say only one person I know can. Yeah. Um, so the way they did this four-man um, is it's the four most recent champions. So we've got Osprey and Skrull, as I said, and then we've got uh, Kushida and Bushi, which are going to be wrestling after that on the 23rd of September. Uh it, uh, in Kobe, uh, kind of a lackluster way, and you know, to do this IWGP thing. I mean, you just came off of the BOSJ, which is like super hot, and there's like so much talent, and it just seems weird to just do like a four man tournament. It just seems kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know another way you would really want to do it. I mean, I just mean more than four tournaments, great. But yeah. four is just kind of... Yeah, but I mean, like you said, we just came off of best of Super, super Juniors, so I mean... Four I, is not a tournament. Fucking do it again. Not 16 round robin, but I'm just like... They're so, they have, if they didn't have the talent, it just it doesn't be have to be a round robin. But yeah, but they have so much talent that are not being utilized for this thing, so, oh, you oh, know. I think, it, I think the problem with this is that they're trying to fit it into the destruction tour dates and not have it bleed over into 
whatever October is. I'm not even sure what October. Whatever is. they might have had plans for okay, before. So yeah, I can see that. So that way, it's already done, and then you can kind of start moving towards the October, November, and so on, and so forth. Sure. So ten eight, we got uh, King of Pro Wrestling Sumo Hall. That's where the finals are going to be. Okay, for Okay, so th- that's where they'll have the final. Okay, yeah. you already stole my thunder. Go ahead. Uh, and then uh, another thing, we've got Cody. The Bucks, Omega, and Hangman Page have apparently, you know, we all know their contracts are up at the end of the year. They have gone into a verbal agreement. This is uh, according to Cody Rhodes. Uh, He was on some podcast and he said that they've all gone into a verbal agreement and wherever one goes, all goes. So they're going to enter into a pact. So, which is really interesting. So, wait, that's kayfabe? No, this is not kayfabe. This is like. Say that again, Cody the Bucks. Cody the Bucks, Omega, and Hangman Page, because all of their contracts are up at the end of the year. I don't really see them going anywhere, but that means, I mean, WWE's got a stupid amount of money right. to throw at him. Yep. So he also said... Don't want to see it. He also said at the same time that he is not into anyone producing his matches anymore. He cannot take direction like he used to because... Cody said this. Cody said this because he's had so much success doing right. his own thing. And right. probably freedom doing his own thing. He probably yeah. doesn't want a boss. He probably has very, I mean, he has a boss in New Japan, but it's, or New Japan and Ring of Honor, but it's not the same thing as having the boss that WWE is. It's not the same thing as having a boss that's, uh, that's a corporate or a publicly shared company. Yeah. Booking decisions are one. Like you go to a job or you're, you're going to win right. is one thing. But telling you how to do a promo, telling you how to market yourself is is totally another thing. No, so. I agree with that, Toby. I was I mean, say oh, he, oh. he. I don't see why if I'm Cody Rhodes, I would come back. I mean, I have all creative control. I make more money. I just don't. Well, think about unless you just want to come back and just rub it in WWE's nose that uh, I've done well outside of WWE. That's great, but I don't. Which you can do in five years. Yeah, God damn. I mean, I'd, I'd you know. love to see their paychecks, man. I would love to see their paychecks compared to what, you know, what I, I know that Dolph Ziggler signed a one point five million over two years contract or something like that with merch with YouTube, shit like that. Yeah, shit like that. Mer- merch 1. is, 5 merch 5 is a big is... one because if you go to a show, you see those huge merch things that have, you know. A hundred people saying just, just, just look well, at. I'm, just, just I mean, look I'm at, even talking about Ziggler though, like just people yeah. buying Dolph Ziggler shit for their kids. Like, I don't know how much money they make, but I, I can't see somebody like Cody. They're not going anywhere. Just look at the just not look yet. at the full sale crowd, and everyone's wearing a Bullet Club shirt, right? You know, they're not going anywhere just yet. So I don't know. Really up in the air, but that's what's going on with them. Uh, and then we've got Omega Ishii as the main event for Destruction in Hiroshima. Fuck yeah. On the 15th. Wait, what's the, what's the name of that show? Sorry? Destruction in Hiroshima. It's already been done once. It's going to be done again. Uh, <laughs> you just had to set him up, didn't yeah. you? Just couldn't let it go. Just couldn't let it go, It's, it's, it's going to be quickly followed by Destruction in Nagasaki. Nah, come on. <laughs> too easy. Too, nah, you already opened up Pandora's easy. box. That's all you. No, you fucked that up. But then uh, eight days later, we've got... Tanahashi and Okada for the briefcase, uh, 923 in Kobe. Uh, yes. And what else we got? Uh, on the ace show, um, like I said, we, we maybe have an Omega title defense. Uh, and then we also maybe have Jay White versus Tanahashi for the briefcase because he was the only other dude, you know, that makes sense for him to fight Tanahashi. So he beat him. Tanahashi's going to have to defend the briefcase possibly twice. Maybe. I mean, it's just a possibility. Interesting. 
then I want him to defend against Jay White. I mean, damn, we've seen Okada Tanahashi. I mean, I'd rather see the new fresh face. And if you want, and query, I think Jay White loses that match because I mean, I don't think you want to. No, because he's not going to headline Wrestle Kingdom. Right. I don't think you take away Tanahashi. Okada is the guy to headline. If it's not Tanahashi, it's Okada. Safe bet. That with Omega being the champion, I would assume going into Wrestle Kingdom. And, you know, you kind of want that for the Tokyo Dome, the ROH New Japan show at Madison Square Garden. You know, then maybe you can do your abuse. You can maybe do your Ibushi. I don't you think it, I it doesn't. Yeah, it's already sold out. Yeah, so it really exactly. Doesn't. So, I mean, it doesn't yeah. really matter. But to, to give it the best show possible, I think you would probably still have Kenny Omega because he's probably the biggest name of the bunch. And then Obushi sounds right because you want to make sure. Well, it's not like you said, it's already sold out. But to yeah. get a, a you huge. Could, you could have Tanahashi win at Wrestle Kingdom and carry it to to Madison Square Garden and face Omega again. Yeah. yeah, you could do that. And then you get the pop if Omega gets the title back, you know. I don't think you want to flip flop the uh, the title like that. Though. Well, and that's the thing is they don't usually, so it could be like a tool that they use that they never use, right? You know, because they don't flip flop it, right? It, that's why that My title bad. means so much. What'd you do now? Uh, nothing. I was talking to Sam. <laughs> um, this a bitch. We got only so much time to go. We got we, we got odds and ends because I want to talk about Becky Lynch. That's good. Do it for our three count. Captain say we gotta keep it moving. Uh, before we get to our three count, I gotta say, guys, since the last time we talked, I've only been to JJ Twigs twice. Gee, <laughs> twice. Uh, went there before. Did you get Birdman, did you get an invite? I don't know if I did. Two beers, did you get an invite? I was there both times. Okay. At least yeah. somebody is there. Yeah, invite and, somebody in this group. I mean, me and Zach were there. Um, yeah, just keep the so, brothers away, huh? Uh, I don't like pizza or nothing, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like wings. God forbid. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Jason so. said keep the brothers away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Every week. Look at my little cell phone. I didn't know. I didn't know Murray was black. Now I know we gotta re- rethink this whole thing. <laughs> uh, so uh, we gotta pay him less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so what oh. I got the other day was the Joya, which has the sandwich sauce from the Joya's Deli on the hill. It's got that sandwich sauce, the giardinera, the hot salami, the onion, the pepperoncinis on top. It was so good, guys. Got the nickel city with the buffalo sauce, the Buttermilk ranch dressing, the buttermilk ranch dressing, chicken, crumble blue cheese. You guys like blue cheese on your pizza? Murray, you like blue cheese on your pizza? I'm not a fan in general. A blue cheese? No. I can I, blue cheese. I can go get down with some blue cheese. If I got an invite, I would eat that. Oh, see? <laughs> see? See? There see? you go. Murray's, just, Murray's like I'm, Jason. If I pay for it, he'll eat it. I'm, Nobody <laughs> say you got to pay for it. I pay for Soul Taco. I, I knew, God forbid I, if somebody doesn't like Soul Taco. I knew going to get all worked up about that. But hey, guys, Fuck JJ you. Twigs on Southampton is the place to go. They got the best pizza in the world. They pour the strongest drinks. If you mm. want to go to the bar and just have a nice, quiet afternoon, watch some baseball, watch some golf. Hey, the Cardinals are getting back into it, guys. They're back. It's going to be an exciting summer. So go to JJ Twigs on Southampton. Tell them the BFR sent you. This is banned from ringside. <laughs> All right. So we got some uh, odds and ends to get to. Uh, before we do, I get yelled at by friend of the show, Top Hat, every time that I don't read after we do the predictions. Zach, I'm sorry that I didn't, What's up, I, sorry I didn't read your predictions last week. I did write them down. And in first place... On the band from ringside, 
standings, <laughs> we have Zach Pullman, two beer Zach, with 38 points. Tied, tied for second place. <laughs> you took my say Mr. Perfect over here, please. We have Sam the Mauler Mall with 37. And Bill, the commander in beef at 37. And coming what? in dead, dead last place, we have Chase and Cornelius Bell with only 34. <laughs> what an idiot. What a dumbass. Okay. Oh, my Get God. Get out the way now. 34. He's never been in last place before. What an Get idiot. Get out the way now. All I will say is this. I was not getting and will not be getting worked by 20 points or more at any point during this game. <laughs> You picked Dolph You picked Dolph Ziggler. You picked Dolph <laughs> So did you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I'm looking at you. I'm like, hold up, motherfucker. I got company in this boat that's stinking. All right. Shit. So we got to talk about a bunch of stuff. Let's get to the NXT TakeOver. NXT TakeOver, we're going to do some quick mm, hits. Uh, thoughts uh, on Shayna Baszler versus uh, Kyrie Sane? I thought it was a, a great match. Real- I thought it was... Uh, most people shitted on it. I thought it was good. Me too. Right. I thought it was really good. Same. No, Same. I loved it. Uh, uh, Adam Cole, Ricochet was my favorite match of the week, I think. I loved it. Uh, the best spot of the week was Adam Cole hitting that super kick when Ricochet was oh upside down coming <laughs> off coming Definitely off the, the most rope. memeable spot. I watched that meme, <clears throat> excuse me, that clip probably a million times. Yeah, it, it was, kicks him right his, in the neck. The yeah. way his arms flare when he's getting ready to pick him back up, I thought was the best it part because it showed him being desperate. There yeah. was also a spot there where Ricochet kept running after him and Adam Cole super kicked him like five times in a row. And the, They that, traded kicks that, back that, and that forth. That was a fun match. So I thought they tore it up. My favorite match, obviously, Champa Gargano. Tag team match was good too. Can't and sleep on that. The, and it maybe not it as was. good as their previous ones, but also great Played back to the stories, and that's why I love the Champa Gargano. It played back to every story that they've done. Champa Gargano probably had the most innovative ending of a last man standing match I've ever seen, where Champa was hurting on the edge and he was tied up, and then he just slid off the edge so he could stand up yeah. at the end, which was a really smart way to and end also, that match. Uh, Triple H bringing back kayfabe. Kayfabe's still alive, boys. Yeah, it's kayfabe style. kayfabe style. He said, like the official word kayfabe is that style. Gargano uh, dislocated his knee on that. So that's like the official word. Nice, that's good. No, uh, that's good. I like that. Undisputed versus Mustache Mountain. Despite the fact that I hate the name Mustache Mountain <laughs> so much, that was a fun match. Also, it was awesome. Like not a fun match. It was all. It was an awesome. No, match. it was an awesome yeah. match. Yeah. No question about it. It's, if you can't say Gargano Ciampa was easily the number one from that point, it's either the tag team match or Adam Cole Ricochet being. Just depends on your style. Yeah, I like the storytelling aspect, so that's why I like the tag match so much, and that's why I like Gargano Ciampa. The spots, I mean, we had you know Gargano doing the DDT on Ciampa like he did previously. We had Gargano throwing him into the into the LED screens like they did whenever they first split. Right. You know, yeah. there was just so many callbacks. I mean, that's that that's what I want out of my sports entertainment slash pro wrestling. That that fucking sports entertained the fuck out of me. Okay. And also when whenever EC three and Velveteen Dream is the weakest match on the card. 
You're doing okay. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. I just didn't think they did a, a good build up to the match itself. It just seemed like they slapped it together and well, just go ahead, fellas, do what it, you do. The it thing was, is, it wasn't a weak match. No, well, just the thing it is, was the worst of the five. With that's, Dream, that's a tall order, though. Being the oh, worst, no, no, and that and that's I think that's what you're saying is that it's a yeah, it's a tall. I'm order. Not sh- I'm not shitting that, on the match. I know you're not. Dream needs someone better than him, and then he will always steal the show. EC3 is not better than Dream. So therefore, it was a kind of that's an interesting way to look at it. Three. Were there were there any matches on the main roster? Speak up, boy. SummerSlam. I'm just not a fan of EC3. I can't help it. Okay, that's what's up. I, he's I, a Vince guy. He's got a good look. He's exactly. got good charisma, but he's not super great in the ring. I don't believe anything that he does. You know, like when he comes out and he does a little head. It's just I don't it's like so, that either. It's not pro wrestling over the top. It's just he's a sports annoying. entertainer. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, Bill likes him. Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, I I like him okay. I obviously he looks great. Um, I don't think that he's the best wrestler. He does seem like a Vince guy, which why why it seems so strange to me when he was Derek Bateman that Vince let him go all those years ago when he was I think he was on the same NXT with Brodus Clay Sounds and right. Johnny Curtis. Yo, boy, I think. oh Brodus, what's Brodus doing nowadays? He's winning the world championship anytime soon. Are we doing this again? <laughs> Yeah, since I'm in last place, I get to talk shit. No, that's not what that's not what I did when I was in last place. I that's on you, man. That's on you. That's on you. That's on you. I talk shit. When Jason's in last place, he talks shit. When Jason's in first place, he talks shit. So what? So what's that? What's the moral of the story? Jason talks shit. That Jason uh, has a hole hole inside that he's trying to fill with. Just being really loud and boisterous. And ABM, he's having baby. a hard time. <laughs> ABM it. all day, every day. We need a t-shirt that says shit talker on it. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think that there was any match on the SummerSlam card that was better than Velveteen Dream versus EC3? Joe Murray, AJ. Murray Man. Uh, Sorry. I, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, you're yeah, fine. No, I mean, yes. Um... But it's just so different on both levels. It's hard. It's hard to even compare the two because it doesn't make sense to me on a business level why they even put takeovers the night before. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, takeover takeovers on a completely different different level. And, and then Kurt Angle. I wish because usually Saturday and I have shit going on, and Sunday and I usually don't have shit going on. So I wish they would do it reverse because Sunday night I'm usually able to go to friends' houses and Same. watch it, right. and Saturday night I usually come home at one o'clock in the morning. Look through one eye on my iPhone. Who fucking <laughs> won it? And then fast forward to the match and watch it. Charlotte, Charlotte, as my wife softly snores. The the, the SmackDown it. Women's Championship match on at SummerSlam was cool. I I liked how that worked. I wasn't sure I did in the beginning because I hate Carmella. I understand why she's a great heel though. Yeah. Um, that whole thing was cool. How that ended. That was probably the highlight for me though. So. Well, can, let's, can let's, we talk about Becky Lynch? We got, we got to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we got. To, let's talk, okay. Let's go to Becky Lynch right now. So Becky Lynch uh, loses. Uh, Carmella loses. Charlotte wins, and then Becky Lynch turns heel. Uh, the crowd cheers for her. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk about that night, or do you want to talk to talk about the great promo that she cut on SmackDown? To me, the promo is what more worthy to talk about. Obviously. Great? No, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, it's, Her delivery was awesome. The writing was terrible. Well, doesn't right, doesn't change it, the fact that they're still miscast. Charlotte should yeah, be the heel. Becky Lynch. Sure. They would make more money <laughs> with Becky being the that, <laughs> They could still do that if they if they do it just right. But they're they not could, going to. They're not going Vince to. Vince doesn't change course. No, I agree. They could do it pretty easy, though, if they wanted to. Because Charlotte's so good as a heel. Kayfabe style. 
they did it the right way in the sense where Becky is justifiably upset. Exactly. Yeah, Charlotte won her match. She won the opportunity. But Becky has been kind of toiling away match after match on this little hot streak. And WWE slash Vince doesn't let guys go or girls go on a hot streak for maybe more than one match. It's 50-50 booking. We all know that. So once we got to this match, that's where I think we already kind of got emotionally involved because people who don't like Charlotte don't want her to be in this match. People who like Becky wanted to see her win. So when this finally all unplodes, yeah, I was with Becky on this. When you saw me, I was like, yeah. I'm a Charlotte guy, but, but I'm you, like, yeah, whoop her you, you ass. You could have done the same thing, though, and have Charlotte win as a heel and still yeah, have Becky come out. Without question. The, the promo sounds better if Becky was a face, minus the you, the fans I, turned on me portion of it. I right? think it was only two weeks ago where on this podcast I said, man, Becky's a breath of fresh air because she's a pure baby face who can get the crowd behind her. And now... You cut that off at the knees because you have Becky turn heel and the crowd still wants to get behind her. But now you have to do all this rebuilding stuff where she this, has to be a heel going This is forward. the biggest problem. The fans are behind her. There's a WWE yeah. poll. I don't know if you guys saw it. Came out today. Said, you know, were you behind Becky Lynch and her quest for the SmackDown Women's Championship? I think it was a BFR poll. Ninety, Well, maybe, but it was on WWE too. 94%. On WWE.com said, yes, I was rooting for her the whole way. Yeah, at BFR Pod on Twitter put out there a poll that said, was Becky justified in turning on Charlotte? And it was, we had 935 votes or some shit like that. And it was 88% yes. Yeah, so here's my biggest problem. Becky is fucking over. She is the most over babyface in the company as a woman outside of Ronda Rousey. Man, I I mean, I, I think as a woman is almost nominal. No, you don't even have to say, say that. It's almost limiting her. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to say that. That and even just adds to my point. She is the most over babyface. Part of so patriarchy. Why? Yeah, right? <laughs> so why, why do this faux heel turn? And because it's fine. She can attack Charlotte, and that's awesome. The fans were behind her then. Like, I was behind her. Yeah, like, kick her ass. This is fucking amazing. And then she right. comes out, and the writing is so terrible. She's like, you, the fans, turned on me. Not a single fan in the entire fucking universe turned on her. 94% right. are totally fine with her right. attacking Charlotte. It's Don't, a lazy approach. She got cheers Sunday yeah. and Tuesday. Yeah, so just but, fucking just go with, like, they're giving like the, it to it's you. It's like that William Randolph Hearst shit, though. It's like if you feed them the lie, they'll eventually believe the no, lie. No, that's it's like, fucking, I, I know, but, like, they're giving you or maybe a that's, fucking... Maybe that's Gerbils. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, hello. I mean, he existed. We are giving you a fucking megastar. The fans, oh, the yeah. WWE Universe is giving it to you. Yeah. We always talk about how hard it is to make Rusev babyface Day. stars. Rusev Day. Yeah. yeah. And they shit on it because it wasn't their fucking idea. Yeah. And this is the reason that I don't fucking watch week Mm-mm. to week and I watch the pay-per-views and I watch NXT every week. Every week. And I'm I gl- love it. I'm glad to hear you don't watch it week to week. because no. Because we, po- <laughs> we do a podcast together. Fuck no. That's good. I watched, the look at his face is great. I watch the fucking highlights. If something pops on Twitter, I fucking watch that. And otherwise, they can fuck off. We got to keep it going. Uh, Miz and Brian. Miz one with some yeah. brass. Miz, and, Miz one with some brass knuckles. Give me a knuckles. fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fucking oh, beer. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, the captain's here. <laughs> Oh, the captain's here. Let me give, let me, let me give a side up. I'll give a side up. I can't even do it as well. Uh, we have, 
we have the Miz versus Brian. Uh, the crowd was surprisingly quiet for this match. I thought it was a fine match. You had to know it was going to be the first in a series of matches. Like oh, yeah, they, for sure. They, and you're not going to get a Tokyo Dome G1 uh, five-star match here. I thought it was fine for what it was. I actually liked that Miz... Uh, cheated to win. Thoughts? Yeah. Anybody? No, I totally. We don't agree. have to spend new time, uh, uh, a whole lot of time on this. I was getting, I was shitting on it in the BFR friends uh, group there while it was happening, but it's because again, I was just kind of tired and over the pay per view at that point. But I agree, though. I like that he cheat to win. That's only helping progress that story. Yeah, and it wasn't a bad match. It was a good match. Yeah, it was fine. It, it, but I'm because of it. I'm looking for what they do next so yeah. they did the right if thing. anything it was a little long for that finish like Agreed. they could have done five minutes and then Miz does that finish and then we could actually get like a really good match well, and it looks like they're actually going into a mixed tag situation Jesus you can only have Christ, like eight again. Sm- like, oh that's only prolonging it also that's prolonging it but that's happening this might go to Wrestlemania which would be fine which is fine but just if they go to Wrestlemania then I want the title on the line so that's the tiebreaker match I want the title on Miz and I want Daniel Bryan to win the Royal Rumble whatever that's fine perfect that's fine perfect this is banned from ringside I wasn't me but I agree thank you and then uh, there's three more matches I want to talk about. The first one being Alexa Bliss for Ronda Rousey now has the title. Um, is there who is Ronda Rousey going to fight at Evolution now that Ronda Rousey has the title? Are we looking at a Brie Bella? Or a, I hope not. Or it's Nikki, Nikki Bella. They already announced it's Nikki Bella. It's Nikki or is Bella. it going to be like a Team Stephanie versus Team Ronda type, type shit? Or is it going to be Ronda versus Stephanie? Uh, I, see, I, that's what I would think would be the more logical thing. I think Ronda versus Stephanie. No, I wouldn't be surprised if Ronda versus Stephanie. Interfere. That would be the biggest match they could do. Okay, hang on. I don't agree because they're looking for celebrity status, and Nikki is a celebrity. Yeah. And, and Ronda is a celebrity. So they're looking for celebrity versus celebrity. And you want to start making Ronda is, Rousey a credible champion. Nikki Bella is at least a wrestler. Is, is at least is, a wrestler. And is, is Nikki Bella a bigger celebrity than Stephanie? Total Bellas, Total Divas, yeah. fashion line. She's that's a, that's a, John e, Cena's that's wife, e, bro. But it's a celebrity. It's not she, to she, us, but it's celebrity. No, 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 no. Stephanie McMahon is like Vince McMahon famous. She's not John she's Cena's not, wife anymore. Yeah, he yeah. said, "Ciao, she, Bella." <laughs> she's back on the block, baby. Ciao, <laughs> Bella. Ciao, Bella. A delicious pizza from JJ Twigs. Nice segue. Um, we also have uh. Well, they also announced Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus with no fanfare at all for Evolution. It seems pretty strange. It would have been nice to see Trish Stratus come out and cut a promo and then Alexa Bliss come out and they look exactly, well, they don't look exactly like. They don't. It'd be... (laughs) It'd be, it would have been nice to have one. Of, it would have been nice to have one of them cut a promo and have the other one come out and at least have a natural build for that towards that instead of just naming the match. Um, we also have uh, there's two more matches I want to talk about. AJ Styles versus Joe was good. Made a whole lot of sense in terms of uh, prolonging the thing. That's a hell yep. in a cell match, right? Oh, Jim Buttons cashing in. in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach, you're getting ready to lose. <laughs> it worked. Sorry, you just threw off I can't believe you fucked up my podcast <laughs> like that. So Jim Button from Let's Get Comfortable just came in and put a le- put a money in the bank suitcase. Cashing in, baby. Oh, he's cashing in. Jay Bell's gonna F five him you on the outside. 
That's it. It's the shield, goddamn. You can't cash in on Zach without some repercussions. Hey Jim, you want these guys? You guys, you can have these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Go ahead, AJ Joe. AJ Joe was a decent match. I liked having uh, the the DQ made sense, right? No, because it's always AJ. Just I don't care what you do. Just don't do it like this. We just I'll got put, finished with. I'll put a hundred dollars right now that Joe wins the title of Hell in a Cell. No, I'm with you there. I'm all right with that. So if wait, I, you're betting me. I don't, or you're no, I don't, the, I don't have the money. I'm, I'm, I'm just down with your bet. I don't have the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just Joe happy. wins. I'm happy that Joe you're wins at Hell in a Cell. You putting a hundred dollars on that? Yeah, I'll put a hundred dollars on it. Sure, made the money. <laughs> it's easy three. I'll just put some wings okay. on it. Like, you know. <laughs> no, okay. I'll take that bet. Seriously? I'll take that bet. All right, you're on. Bet. All right, and then the last match I wanted to talk about was uh, the Boogeyman versus Baron Corbin. Did you guys like that match? Yeah, see, here you go. How you disrespect Here's the thing. Power? I liked that match about as much as I like Strowman versus KO. They both fucking Ooh. sucked. Dude, the KO demon, the worst Finn loser Balor, of the weekend. Finn Balor the Demon is awful. It looks awful. It it's acts not awful. awful. It's, it's so awful when it's stupid. versus Baron Corbin. It Thank you. No. Yeah. Thank it was you. awful. It shouldn't even be anywhere near Baron Corbin. No. Baron, you act like Baron Corbin's like the number one contender. Seriously. Get the fuck out like, of here. That's like, like taking a chainsaw to fucking like warm yeah. butter. <laughs> <laughs> this is banned from ringside. Just overdoing it. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you time. To, appreciate you taking the time to listen to ours. These guys are fucking me up. Uh, we got some birthdays to get to this week. Oh, Crash Crash Holly is 47. I can take him. The Great Kali. You, hold on. You think Great Kali is older or younger than Crash Holly? He is older. He's got to be older. He's 22. Is he? You're younger. He's 46. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Great Kali moves like he's Great 87. Great Kali is 46. Sergeant Slaughter is 70. Jeff Hardy is 41. Mickey James is 39. Ember Moon is 30. And Bam Bam Bigelow is 57. Hey, everybody. Crank it up, Daddy. We thank you for listening for Shock City Studios, Check. for Sam the Mauler Mall, for Check. JJ Twigs, Check. for Soul Taco, Check. for Murray Man, Check. for Two Beers Act Bowman, for JCB, I'm in last place, for Jim everybody. fucking Button. <laughs> He's casting in, baby! He's casting in! I am Bill Vegan, everybody! Boo the heels! Shout out to the Let's Get Comfortable. Check them out afterwards. Oh, Patrick Morris! <laughs> 